Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recording. Hmm. Uh, that, you know, that song, that song's actually ever clear. Love and it. They, they did a song called AM Radio, and today is Such a good song. National Radio Day. Shout out. So, so we figured that, you know, today would be a, a fun day to talk about how we all got our start, which was very, very, very different ways <laughs> um and then and then beyond that you know the real reasons that we each got into this in the first place because it is kind of a strange business that's changed a lot you know over the years i mean you you would we're like we would be like considered kids in the time span that radio has been around because it's been around since the 1920s you know <laughs> we haven't been around anywhere near that long no thankfully yeah so who wants to go first about why you why you're here <laughs> How did you end up here? I know how we ended up together, we three. Yeah. But yeah. you want to start like you want to start with Murphy or Sam? Well, Murphy's Murphy, I mean, you did radio in high school. Yeah. Which, which kind of led into this, but you were also working commercial radio while in high school. Yeah. Well, my interest really wasn't radio to start with. I was I was fascinated with TV, and this mm-hmm. is the the 1980s, and I loved everything about it because I'd interned, I'd done you know, today all the cameras are robotics and you know animated, but they would use interns back then to move the big cables in the mm-hmm. studio to get the cameras around so the cameras wouldn't roll over their own cables and stuff, you know? And so I was doing that for a local TV station, and then the high school, Baton Rouge High School, had a its own little TV studio. And um, But a friend of mine was in radio, and the teacher of the radio station is the one who said, it's a, it's a high school radio station, by the way, uh, that's been on the air since like 1977, 78, something like that. Yeah. And um, and he said, look, would you be interested in trying this? I'm like, mm, sure, it'd be cool. I love music. And just so you know, that was the reason that I wanted to get into it in the first place. Right. It really had nothing to do with any of the other stuff. to play some music. Concert tickets I, and chicks. Yeah. I had listened to the radio growing up. I always thought it was really, really cool, and I was fascinated, and always wondered what the DJs on the radio station I was listening to, you know, looked like, and all that stuff. But I'd never really thought about doing that myself. And um, so he said, "Well, come on." He said, "But you got to understand, the first year in the classroom is all classroom work. You don't get to set foot into a studio until you learn Mm. all the background stuff." So it's a good teacher. So it Tough. was, and, and you know what, as, as challenging as some of that was to learn, yes, it was a smart thing for him to do because he made me smart. He under, made me understand all the stuff that happens in the background more than just, you know, sticking a CD and a player and pff, right, at that time, CDs right. and, and still a little bit of vinyl and all that. But um, And you've so, never done any other thing for and, your, and, I, your... and that was it, right. I mean, I, he actually advanced me after six months in the class to the next class. So I didn't wind up serving the whole year. In the, in, in, <laughs> no. um, and uh, and then, I mean, the, the, I guess the rest, as they say, is kind of history because yeah. I was working part-time there and then I got a part-time job at a commercial radio station after that. And, and I was hooked. But really what when I got into it and what my passion became was taking music and sharing music and taking phone calls from people who loved the, that music was mm-hmm. incredible to me. And I was equally as fascinated with talk radio at that time too, just because I, I mean I I thought it was a cool way to bring people together. TV wasn't doing that, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you had call-in TV shows per se. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the Larry King Show, I guess, was one of kind of the first types of its type to come to TV, but mm-hmm. on CNN back then, but back in the day. Yeah. But um, I mean, radio connected people. I've got friends that say, 
you know, radio is really kind of the first social media when you think about it. It mm-hmm. really is what connected people for requests. And back when we were kids, Casey Kasem was doing long-distance dedications <laughs> to people, all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? So that's yeah. how it started for me. Yeah. Sam, how about you? Uh, mine was, was a TV thing, too. Coming from New Orleans, I mean, I could not speak. Oh. Meaning I had the yat, really bad yat accent. Yeah. When I talk to my parent, my mom now, and my brother, it's like they still have it. And it's like, man. The, the I, New, New Orleans accent is very, it's very northeastern sound. It's, it's kind Brooklyn-ish. of like a Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn-ish kind of accent. It's weird, yeah, how you doing, doll, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and so right. it's like, yeah, this isn't going to work in radio. Um, I wanted to do TV too, behind the scenes TV, you know. Right. Nothing, you wanted to produce Nothing it. to use my voice because I couldn't do it. But yeah. then <clears throat> graduating college, sent out uh, some applications and a couple radio stations were like, sure, yeah, why not? Come try it. And I went in on the news side. I was a newsman. Of course. <laughs> I know. I know. the latest news from Sam in the news center. I remember when I first met you, you were Sam doing the news. Which I always found ironic because it's Sam the serious oh. news guy no. is not who Sam is at all. <laughs> and then that's the thing, too. I Getting could never be then. the funny guy because, well, no, no, you got to be the news guy. You're straight. Right. right. Uh, but then when Murphy and I were together, then I kind of gradually eased away. From, I still did news, but then it became... Murphy and Sam, I get to do some ha-ha funny stuff. Yeah, and just say, so for someone who's listening to the podcast that is not familiar, you know, the show originally was just me and Sam, and then we realized the show was, it was okay, but it really needed the female perspective. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we had a we had our first female co-host name was Amy, Amy and she worked mm-hmm. with us for about 2 years and then she decided professionally to move on to she stayed in media but went into print and publishing. Yeah. And then Jody was actually one of the producers on the show at that time mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, I want, you know, a a, a chance at this so and that's my story that's, you yeah. guys yeah, well, are awesome not, i'd love yeah. to work with you and, I, and i'm not going to give away your story there i just wanted to explain that when sam said murphy and sam for somebody that doesn't know that's, oh, that's not okay. ex- oh, it's not excluding jody it's just that's oh. the way that you know, it started i really We've been here more than 20 years together. i really do wish i had my some of my first stuff when i worked in radio some yeah. recordings so you could hear how awful mm. how yaddy how far you and come. how that way it was and, right. and you, you know, know what i took you know Certain professors are like, put a pencil in your mouth and learn to speak that way. What? And, and work around, work wow. to work on my diction. Right. To get, wow. rid of, get rid of some of the yadisms. That only came into play for me once in college. I did, I did study, you know, like broadcasting in school. And it was, you know, there was that one course where it was mentioned. It was just a section of the course where, you know, you need to just drop your hometown sound and you need to try to be you know mass appeal and your mm-hmm. sound right and the only thing i ever did with it was just i i hear it now from some of my you know people and in, in my family that i probably did sound more country girl then than i than i, than I do now but i don't yeah. i don't think i ever made a real effort to change it it just changed as i grew up yeah my kids my kids yes, do that to does. me now and my even my mom they'll say yeah, you have a radio voice. Ugh, I, I don't like, want that. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, well, when, you, when you're talking to us, you're fine, but then you do that radio voice thing. And it's like, <laughs> what radio what you, voice? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm always talking like this, kids. Stop. Yeah. But my story is that I was very interested in TV as well, but, but because of storytelling. I grew up watching 2020 and all of that, mm-hmm. and I was interested in the storytelling aspect of it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't necessarily want to be on TV. I just wanted to be involved in the storytelling of it. You know what I mean? I always gotten sucked into a documentary. Yeah. So I started working. Well, I went to school 
radio, TV, and photography in college is the, the three things I dabbled in the most. And um, I did the radio stuff in college, and I did really well, and I was really comfortable, and I got high marks and all of that. But I was I, I didn't really want to do it. I wanted to get into the other stuff, so I just skipped over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, one of the teachers was like, you should try to get a job over here at the station. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to do TV and photography and stuff like yeah. that. But anyway, long story short, I got a, my first job in TV news, and I hated it so much. I would go home crying. News is not for me. Like, I was, you know, I'm too emotional or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was miserable. I thought, I've spent all this time thinking this is what I wanted to do. And I was editing news stories and stuff like that and writing them. And it was just so, it was not fulfilling to me. Um, and then I needed part-time work. And I met Murphy, and he hired me as a producer. This is way before we, you know, liked each other in any way. But um, I became a producer, and this is my true story. And I think women, especially in the workplace, need to hear this story because you need to know that you sometimes may have to do this for yourself in your career. So I was a producer for you guys, but the day I walked in the room, um, Amy was still working with you guys, although she wasn't liking it. She wasn't happy with you guys. But anyway, she wasn't happy in her career. <laughs> well, but I don't think she wasn't happy with you guys. She wasn't was happy, happy with, with me. Being here. But anyway, <laughs> I was your producer for a short time. But I'm telling you, when I walked in the door, the first day I was with the two of you, I was like, oh, I have chemistry with these guys. Oh. I can feel it. I know it. I know that I know them and they'll know me and this could work. But I, it wasn't, there was no opening. You know, I was a producer. And so I learned as much as I could and I did as much as I could and all of that good stuff. And then one day she decided to resign. And um, I was like, hmm, what do I do in this situation? I didn't, you know, I didn't know. Who are we going to get? And I remember (laughs) overhearing the two of you talk about needing to audition a female, someone who had experience in, you know, morning radio. And um, I was, I remember hearing that thinking, well, I have experience in the room. I have experience with you guys, and I do yeah. trust that I could do it. Mm-hmm. I want a shot at least. So I walked into Murphy's <laughs> office. Do you remember this? This is significant for me, Murph. Probably don't remember it. Oh, I'm sure. I, well, if you say it, I will. Okay. Well, this was significant because it's the same office you're in now. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I stood in That's your doorway. We barely knew each other. I stood in your doorway, and I said, I understand that you and Sam are interested in auditioning a female you know, to fill this spot, to, to you know, join the show. And, and Murphy this. said, do you know any? And I said, no. He was <laughs> very you going to recommend? <laughs> he, was, he was very sweet. I said, I think you should give me a shot. I would like a shot. I'm like, can you audition me for a few days and let's just see how it goes. And if it doesn't go well, then fine. But I think that you should give me a shot. And you were like, you smiled. I remember mm-hmm. you were like, okay, you're right. Let's do it. And I've been here ever since. Yeah. And that is my story. It's good that you asked. And I tell that especially to women because you cannot wait. The lesson is you cannot wait for somebody to um, ask you, you know, your your opportunity is not going to necessarily come knocking. You're going to have to go after it. Mm-hmm. Right. I had to go say, I want this. Right. So that's yeah, how I, I ended up here. Look, and I agree with you. I think that's a good lesson for anybody because mm-hmm. it, it's... It's not going to. I think come sometimes people you. think. I think sometimes people think they're being polite, or they would be impolite by like pushing or asking. I don't want to be pushy, but you're not being pushy. You're actually showing interest. Yeah. 
yeah. and you know, and a desire. And so when, when you said that, I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, to me, that's half of it, honestly. When somebody mm-hmm. comes up to me and you says, look, I'm interested, I want to try this, I'm like, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's a game-changing conversation, mm-hmm. in, in, in my opinion. And look how and well it's worked out. It has worked out great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, I'm super comfortable. This is this is what yeah. I'm supposed to have. It's what I'm supposed to have done. I know it. I think Murphy and I work together well because, mm-hmm. um, and we didn't know this because we were two strangers thrown together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because, I mean, honestly, you, you've been around us enough, Jody. When it comes to cartoons, we're alike. Yeah. The same it, it, it's mind. Like, our pasts, even though we're different past, it's like there was a lot of the right. same experiences and likes right. and dislikes that put us on the same path. And it's like we yeah. we, we finish each other's sentences. We finish right. each other's punchlines, <laughs> all that stuff. And it's not just from being together for years. It's just right. It's the it's way the, we it, are. It is the way we're that wired. That, yeah, it, 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 it's funny. I remember it. I mean, it did start that way. And we were... You know, thrown together is a funny way to say it because we did not know each other when I was hired to the radio station that we were with. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is long before radio kind of has its current state now. It was really a mom and pop radio station. It was mm-hmm. an individual owner that had the radio station and, and brought us together. And I was, I, I, I must have been 24 years old. I think I, I was 24 when I came to work at the radio station and... Uh, and, and all it took was just a, you know, a, a couple of shows together when we we figured that part out. The struggle really was, as Sam said earlier, he was the news guy. How in the world do we Did work you that? What you are that in? Yeah. And and it was actually somebody who was consulting the radio station that opened that door and, and allowed that to happen. He said basically, you know, it's, it just as long as it doesn't happen in the middle of a news story or something like that, you know, let Sam be Sam. Oh, and really? So, I didn't know yeah. that. You, you don't remember that? Mm-mm. And that's and, always but, the case. Be yourself. We were having to, yeah, we were having to do that, you know, together as long as you weren't, you know, doing a a newscast. But you know, I, I mean, obviously, the biggest game changer was having a female anchor and lead to the show, which yeah. is what the, and Jody is our lead. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter what the sign just happens to be the way that the alphabet runs together and the name the, runs together. I don't want to change. Oh no, the I know sign. we're not going to change that, but I'm just explaining that you know, even though it started out as 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 the two of us, um, you know, it, it's we've been able to stay together as a team and do this because of the chemistry like you're talking about which is it is very natural mm-hmm. and and I don't take that for granted it is yeah and that's it odd. is special you know what i mean it's a and and we've taken a chance on the three when you tie yourself to three other people uh, I mean, to two, two other, other people, people. In in your yeah, in your career, uh, and especially for, two other married people, you know, right? Yeah, sorry, um, Sam. Mm. That is, you know, for for each of the three of us, you are really making a commitment to a path that you have no idea what the outcome is, and depending on that outcome, you're judged on the three, not necessarily individually. If that makes sense, yes. Yeah. And you know, so it, it it just takes a little, it takes a little courage to. To go that route, and and it takes a lot of hard work, you know, as you know too, because we we do spend a lot of time together. And when you do have a natural chemistry, or if something feels right to mm-hmm. you, if there's something natural that comes out of it, there might, as a friend of mine used to say, there's a there there. What he meant by that is there's something to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's and I magic. think that yeah. And so I think in regardless of what career that you are in if you have that moment where there's a co-worker or there's something about that career that ha- creates that spark and connection and you you can't quite put your finger on what it is but you know that it's something special you should 
pursue it at least. And then if it doesn't work out, oh, well, but at least you tried, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Harness that. I read recently, this is right up your alley, and this will sum up what you're trying to say. You cannot force chemistry to exist where it doesn't, just the same as you can't deny it when it does. Yeah, you're right. You know? And so the fact that we've stayed together all this time, it's like um, almost a miracle because it's unheard of in this business, really, to last this long. Right. I mean, there are a lot of teams that have and do, and it's it's special. But it's so... um, crazy fun what we get to do and i will say this about radio since it's radio day is why we brought this whole story up radio is what i'm attracted to about it what i like about it it well i I was a fan growing up and i didn't know why and i felt immediately um at home doing this and i didn't know why and over the years i understand why it's one word it's intimate this is an intimate thing we do yeah um it you know it's personal you know, listening to somebody, hearing them breathe, hearing their words, you know, hearing their inflection, you're, you're as a human being, you crave connection. You yeah. do. You want to know you're not alone in all this. So people, <laughs> you know, if, 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 if someone turns on the radio every morning and Sam makes them laugh, they feel like a human being mm-hmm. and they've been made to laugh. And I love being a part of that. I love being on this side of it. It's good yeah. for me. It fills me up. I really didn't think I could do this. Mm, you do it well. Because Are you kidding? You're the best. I'm an introverted, shy mm-hmm. kind of person. I mean, if yeah. you run into me in public, it's different. Good luck. Um, We're in our safe well, I, zone. Well, at least together. I think that's Sam. <laughs> yeah. Are you the guy from the radio? I don't know. Are you a bill collector? That's my standard response. And it makes Good. them laugh, and, and the ice is broken, and right, we get moving. Right. That's, but yeah, yeah I, I was like, how am I going to talk? I I don't have anything to say. I don't. Yeah. I can't. And, and it's like it just it, because. We're so comfortable with each other; it just comes. Because yeah, this, you're right. We're exactly. safe here. You're safe yeah. here to be yourself. You know what else I really love? Because when you're talking about the intimate part of it, it's the two way street, and it used to be that phones were really the only way that you could do, or if you were in mm-hmm. public. But that's then you're only seeing people in the city that you're in, right. or the neighborhood that you're in, for that matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, as social media came along, and the ability to connect with people who are not just people who listen but your friends you know i mean the, mm-hmm. as you come and you become a part of this it's like one family and that's the way we look at it anyway and so being able to communicate on social media back and forth is awesome yeah. and share photos or whatever it is that we do that was that's i mean that's leaps and bounds over when when we first started in it and when it literally was just a, a phone call and mm-hmm. if you you know if somebody had the time to call at that moment, which that's you know sometimes challenging, or if it was an afterthought that somebody who was listening had in the afternoon, there was really no way to reach us till the next morning. Today, now it's it's instant, and I just think that that's that really is awesome. The combination of of this part of what we do with social media now and being so able to interact fun. all day makes it a real blast. Yep. Uh, yep. Speaking of it, I'm doing Facebook Live this afternoon. Okay, good yeah. on Radio right. Day, not so, because of jo- that. So Jody said it's National Radio Day, and you know, for a future podcast, we will find a way. It will. It may take a minute to get this stuff. I bet you we can find some of the things that Sam was talking about. Some of a the Murphy old. Can. He collects. If you want to share that, everything. and the, you can have a good laugh at what we sounded like as uh, teenagers. Teenagers, basically. yeah, we yeah. all sound like children. Right, exactly. So, uh, so thank you for hanging out with us for this special Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show uh, podcast. And we still sometimes sound like, sound like children, but it's yes. <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.